Welcome to 2023. We've made it. We're here. And one of the most common things that I hear people do when they make resolutions or when they come up with ideas for their business is commonly they will make themselves another job. So if nobody's told you this yet, we are just a few days into 2023. Stop it. Please stop. Don't make yourself another job. Whatever you do, let's focus on doing that with intentionality and not just something else that's going to wear you out, take your time, and drain you of all energy. Entrepreneurs shouldn't be stuck. It's unnecessary, it's frustrating, and unfortunately, it's where most of us end up landing. Your business should serve you, your dreams, and the future you set out to create. So let's destroy the myth that you have to work 60, 80, or 120 hours a week in order to make your dreams a reality. I'm Jay. And I'm India. This is the Marketing Breakthrough Podcast. Let's Let's get get to it. it. As you're ideating and coming up with new ways to make your business and what you offer more appealing to your ideal customer, just remember this. Whatever you do, make sure that it is done with intentionality and it fits in with your goals. A lot of times we come up with things, like I mentioned at the beginning, we come up with these ideas and ultimately they just take time. They just become a drain on resources, sometimes on our team, and I'm 100% guilty of this as well. I've done this so many times where I've come up with this idea, I've wanted to do this project, I've wanted to do something, and it's literally just more work. It doesn't actually get us towards our goals. So if we're working with a client now on what on a blueprint really, and even within coaching is we're talking about, okay, does this fall into the goals that we want to get towards? And the blueprint, the whole focus is what are those 12 month goals? What are we working towards? And then we're going to reverse engineer. How do we get to where we're going? And what we don't want to create is one more thing that is going to take your time, take your creativity, Um, Again, back to take your resources and it's going to be, we'll call it a bottomless pit because that can be so common and so draining unless it's, I will say there's the caveat of if it's something that's still fueling for you and still energizing then it's fine. Like this mm-hmm. passion project, if you have the the resources to throw at it, if you have the time, the ability to throw ideas and to just work on something that is, we'll say, not productive, not necessarily moving towards your goals, if that's what you want to invest in, as long as you're aware of it, right? What we'll see a lot of times is that we'll create a, a blueprint and they maybe it's been a couple of months and sometimes the blueprint can be it'll be running um and functioning on its own you'll have your your marketing team that's just managing things and doing a really great job and then you'll have the ceo that kind of forgets about it for a while and then they'll get distracted or they'll think oh this new big thing we need to start really marketing here we need to be pushing here and they tend to because they are in that leadership position they tend to distract their marketing lead from the blueprint with this big new shiny idea instead of just sticking with the blueprint because it's it's an established system and it's amazing now it's easy for me to say never follow the shiny new thing but that's not necessarily true because there are times that yes the shiny new thing can be a great idea or it can be something that that runs in tandem with the blueprint 
But there is a lot of times that it's important to remember that that blueprint was designed for a reason. It had all the goals in mind. You've already done all the work. You've already created what you're supposed to do for the next 12 months. So there's really no reason to, to step away from it unless you have that additional time, like you're saying, Jay. So one of the examples that I have for this to step away from, and it's somebody I have not worked with them on coaching or a blueprint basis, but it was years ago, probably getting close to like seven, eight years ago. And he was a portrait photographer and I knew that he wanted to grow his business. I knew through him. I knew of him through association. We had met each other a few times. Wouldn't call us friends. We were just acquaintances. And I remember he said my new year's resolution and he posted this publicly and which is great. Like you post things publicly to get a little bit of uh, accountability and to be Mm -hmm. able to follow through on something. And he said, I'm going to post on Instagram once a day for the year. And the cynic in me followed up to see how long it lasted. (laughs) And for a while, man, he, he crushed it. It was actually a few months, but it became a job. Yeah. And eventually he dropped off. And so then there was someone that like me that was like, well, it only took a few months and it was really negative. But to be honest, all he was doing was creating for himself another job. And my guess is the reason that he fell off of that posting habit was because it wasn't actually paying dividends. It wasn't paying. It wasn't giving an ROI. And what you're doing doesn't necessarily have to be a monetary return, but it does need to move us towards our goals. And we do need to see some traction if we're going to continue doing it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what keeps motivating you later. I mean, you could apply that to any New Year's resolution, right? Think about whether it's weight loss or committing to a new new way of doing things in your life, or maybe you're going to eat a different way or or whatever. I mean, all of those things, they're great for a season because you're going to commit to it and you're going to, you start out with that that honeymoon stage. You're like, I'm going to do this. And you start talking about it. But the people that truly continue on with these things, or they say, I'm going to read 52 books this year. If, if they're really going to continue on, they're going to, it's because they're seeing the, the fruit born from that. They're going to see that something is actually happening that they're, like they're that give and take, like they're receiving something back from all the effort that they're putting in. Absolutely. Well, okay. So I started doing this and you remember when I started a job for myself. Yes, you did. <clears throat> and <laughs> I had this idea and I think it was, I was, it was in 2020 And I said, I'm going to post videos. I have so many hats. So if you're listening to this, um, hats are something that I will collect. The majority of my hats I did not purchase. They came from like trade shows. They came from events, action sports events. They came from like being around outdoor industry. like Clients. Yeah, clients and things. Like a lot of, so outdoor industry gives away, I think, a lot of swag and So being at these events is super fun and usually you get things. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these hats were limited things. They were giveaway only like Red Bull hats that I had and anyway, different merchandise. All that to say, I was like, I've got a lot of hats. I have over 50 hats at the time. I think it was 54 or something. Mm -hmm. So I said, I'm going to do a series of videos on Instagram called oh it was back when we had igtv it was years ago now vintage (laughs) igtv and i was going to do a series 
called 50 hats in 50 days mm, yep and i started out and everyone was going to be one hat and i was going to tell the story of how i got said hat how often i wear the hat they're still on instagram and it was a job it was 100 percent. i knew it was going to be a job too because when you said you were going to do this all i thought was oh my gosh in one week he's going to be like oh I have to make a video. But you didn't tell me that. But to be <laughs> fair, I wouldn't have listened. I was trying to be supportive. It wouldn't have stopped me. <laughs> and so I started making 50 hats in 50 days. And it's only a few minutes a day, which sounds like, oh, well, that's doable. And it is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it became a task where I was like, oh, I got to go out and film this video. Especially at 10 o'clock at night. And then you looked at me and you're like, oh, I got to shoot a video. Or my favorite was Jay. Did you shoot a video today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> which never happened. Um, but if it did, yes, it was annoying. I might um, have been torturing you with that. So <laughs> I got a part way into this. And we'll say one side of this is that India hates my hat collection. I do. Um, the day that I decided I've gotten rid of a few of them. More accurately, I moved them to the office and out of our home. There's the truth. I went to get rid of them. And then I was like, hey, some of these are actually worth something. I should try to sell them. And then nobody wanted to buy them, which is fair. I get it. But then I had a hard time getting rid of them. You again. just need anyway, a walk-in closet for I, your hats. I do. Period. So I went to get rid of... My grandpa had a big hat collection too, which was really cool. But anyway, so I got rid of like 30 hats. And the day that I decided to do that, India was really, really excited and really proud of me. Um. But I I was going through these and India was so annoyed. She's like, your hats are dumb to begin with. And and then she was like, this idea for making videos is dumb to follow that. And I walked in and it was around like, I want to say like 35 videos. And I was so done. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's two weeks left. I think it was 35-ish. And I got a text. No, I got a message via Instagram from one of the companies that I had mentioned in the video mm-hmm. asking about working together and doing some marketing help. And I will never live it down. <laughs> it was definitely one of those moments where you're like, eat crow. <laughs> um, I was frustrated. Oh my uh, not in a serious way, like very much in jest, but it was a joke for a long time and we still joke about it. Um, but it was 100% a job. Mm-hmm. It had become a job about 25 videos in. Um, if you look back at the videos, um, it was the, the last one I was so relieved by, or maybe it was one of the last ones. And I did this video with my kids and I, and we were wrestling and it was super fun. But all of that to say, it amounted to very little. It The couple of clients are leads that reached out as a result of that none of them ever actually turned into legitimate business um we never ended up going down the path of like working together in a full-scale way we, we had some really cool conversations and it was really neat to see what could come from that now i'll say two things one is that i believe that you can gain leads from anything that you do consistently mm-hmm. and that shares your messaging and your passion and speaks to your ideal customer or mm-hmm. ideal client. The other side is that you should not pursue something that is just going to turn into a job. Well, especially when you think about how much work you were actually putting into it, because it wasn't just 50, 30 second videos. 
it was 50 30 second videos that would take between 30 and 45 minutes a day to put together to post to make sure you did the hashtagging to make sure you did all the stuff that you had to do and to make sure that it was at the level of quality that it needed to be at to match and be consistent with the previous posts and so all of that work it should never take that much work in 50 days to get two leads that go nowhere yeah. Like that is a negative, not a positive. While it's still true. being cool and funny and you proved me wrong with the hats and whatnot. But still, it's just that's not necessarily the best use of your time. Yeah. And so it's not to say that you can't do things like that. And it was great for me, but it did require a bit of work of going through and figuring out which ones have I done. I didn't come up with a great system to like separate them out to begin with and then figuring out the story and figuring out what I was going to talk about. And each 30 second video was never 30 seconds because I had more to say and all that stuff. So or even batching the videos, like you never did that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, so anyway, um, it was fun, but it was absolutely a job. So when we talk about creating yourself a job as you're going into 2023, what I really want you to hear from this, if nobody's told you this before, is just don't make yourself another job. Mm -hmm. Whatever you're going to do, do that with intentionality. I'll be honest, even, even the podcast, our podcast can become somewhat of a chore if we don't have the right intentionality and mindset mm -hmm. and I'll call it scheduling. Yeah, I was going to say planning. Yeah. yeah. Because if we plan it, if we map out three months in advance, what the topics and the breakdown within each topic, the interviews that we have, if we've done all of that, there's no stress anymore. We show up, we record, we're done. And then we just hand it off to be edited. And when we do that, it's this amazing, well-oiled machine. But if we don't do that and we show up in the in a recording studio and we're like, okay, what are we talking about? Uh, <laughs> it's terrible. And then it becomes far more stressful. It puts stress on our team. And it's just, it is a job and it becomes a chore. And it's really easy to second guess and say, is this actually worth it? Is it, is it going to be monetized? Is it going to generate leads? Is it actually causing us to, or helping our business grow. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we've seen a lot of value from that, but it is so easy when something becomes a job and, and anything has the ability to become a job. Absolutely. And anything that you're doing consistently have, has the ability to do that. Um, but it's easy for fear and doubt to creep in mm -hmm. and start making you question, why are we doing this? Do we need to keep doing this? And, what is the actual value of it? And I would say as a whole, the podcast is very valuable. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if you're listening to this, I'm hoping that you get a great deal of value out of this. And uh, there's a good chance that you've passed this along to somebody who you've gotten, who's gotten a great deal of value out of this. And the, the goal is just to be able to share our wisdom, share some of the stories that we've been through and some of the situations, um, maybe just like this episode <laughs> of all these jobs that we've created. And so I think now that you're in a new year, you have the opportunity. We've talked about this in the last couple of episodes of like that natural calendar reset. It's really easy to start new on things. And just like I asked you to do last year or last week with your lead list, I'll ask you to do something similar right now is 
make a list of the things that you're wanting to do this year, the new things that you're coming up with, the things that you want to start or the things that you want to continue, and then break them down into lists of, is this going to move me toward my goal? So maybe it's making a list of three, of three columns. One, where you have, this is going to move me forward. This is going to move me toward my goal. Two, this is going to kind of keep me where I'm at, keep me operating. It's just going to be the the normal ebb and flow, keep moving forward. And the third one is, okay, this might actually hinder me or this is going to become a lot of work. Um, you know, if you, if you really enjoy posting on Instagram once a day, you might love that. You might really enjoy the kind of some of the challenge that comes from that, um, some of the creativity that comes from that, but ultimately looking at it and going, this is going to drain me. This is going to exhaust me. I'm going to hold back or hold off on this. The best time for a passion project is when your business is functioning like that well-oiled machine, like we've talked about. It's when your marketing is functioning and not in a set and forget sort of sense, but in the sense that you've set these plans, you know what's going to happen, you know that these things are functioning on their own. And so you're able to divert your attention elsewhere because nothing's going to fall off just because you're you're letting it go on its own. And as long as you're able to do that, and not just with marketing, but other areas of your business, then you can have more time allotted to those passion projects. But what I would recommend is because it is so easy to let them kind of consume our thoughts and our time is to intentionally set aside time where you're working on that passion project, whether it's once a day, once a week, something like that. And then to divide it between you've got passion project time and you've got regular work time rather than just trying to focus on this project and where all of your attention goes there. Because then it it just, it becomes almost like a pinball machine where you're just bouncing from one thing to the next and nothing's actually being solved. I will say to piggyback on that idea, we recently did, we hosted a webinar uh, called The Death of Survival and it was so valuable both to us as we were teaching it because it's something that we remind ourselves of a lot, Mm -hmm. but also I believe it was very valuable to the people that jumped on the call. And and in that conversation is we talked about when you get into this survival zone where you're just trying to survive. And the point I want to make from this and what I want to key in on is that when we're in survival mode, sometimes we take these passion projects and they can either become more of a mundane uh, job filled with uh, like the day-to-day minutia of like just just all this work. Mm-hmm. It's not fun. It's not fulfilling. And because you're trying to survive, you're trying so hard to scramble and find survival and claw your way out or you sink more time into these things when they should be passion projects, hoping that they will turn into something more. Mm -hmm. And it's because you're scrambling. Yeah. Well, I, and honestly, I believe it's also partially because of just the desperation for something that makes you feel good. Yeah. Like when you're in that survival mode, like we discussed in that webinar was you're just exhausted. You're tired. You're thirsty for just anything fun, any sort of joy. And those passion projects that you then use to, they're not being done outside of work. They're happening during work hours. 
and you hope, well, oh, maybe this will, you know, work into some money or maybe it'll get me to where I want to go. But is it really? Nah, probably not. It's just a way to distract yourself from the reality that is things are struggling right now and you have no idea what to do. Yeah. And and that can be a really tough spot to be mm-hmm. in. And as we talked about in that call is almost everybody, I would say every entrepreneur has struggled with that. Mm-hmm. And and if they haven't, they will. <laughs> they, they will. Um, if they, I would actually argue, if you are entrepreneurial at all and you have not struggled with the survival zone, you just didn't know to label it as that. Mm, yeah, that's Because fair. I think you absolutely have. And that's where it gets kind of challenging and kind of tricky. Um, but again, the whole goal of this is it's 2023. You're here, you're moving forward, you've got plans, you've got dreams, you want to take your business, I'm guessing, to the next level and you're ready to go. And my my ask of you, or really entrepreneur to entrepreneur, would be, my, my request for you would be don't just create yourself another job. Mm-hmm. Figure out those goals and what you want to accomplish this year. And then figure out those things that you could do and figure out which ones are going to actually move you closer to the goal you want to hit and where you want to go and the ones that are going to hinder you, move you further away, or even just keep you right where you're at. If you're stepping into this year right now and you're looking at trying to figure out what your goals are, where you actually want to go, and you want to talk through those a little bit, reach out or just book a call at the bottom of the podcast description. There's a link for a discovery call, a discovery session with me. And that's where we take, we'll take 15 minutes. It's a really easy call and we'll go through and we'll just kind of talk about where it is that you want to get to. Sometimes it's so beneficial to talk through that with somebody instead of trying to stare at a blank page or a whiteboard and figure it out on your own, but to have somebody to bounce those ideas off of. So if you're interested in booking that, I would love to have a conversation with you, partly because I just love talking with entrepreneurs, um, love being able to figure out how I can help and where we can go from there, but also to be able to kind of figure out, help you figure out what are some of those roadblocks and make sure that you're not just creating another job, but you're creating something that is going to, once again, move you towards those goals that you want to hit. Marketing Breakthrough is a community of entrepreneurs with a vision of creating meaningful, sustainable businesses that allow freedom, fun, and adventure in their lives. Time is the only resource you can't get more of, so we believe in finding a way to achieve our entrepreneurial dreams with freedom in mind. We've designed this resource hub of tools, tricks, and techniques to grow your business and live the life that you set out to create.